Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. I'm on a journey to get better in all areas of life, from wellness and mental health to career and relationships and so much more. I know getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when you can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menounos. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Better Together. When you know better, you get better. And boy, are we getting better today. Yesterday, definitely. And today, for sure. Uh, We're going to get right into it with Mel Robbins, who um, is teaching us all about this incredible high five habit. So today we're going to talk about the science behind high fiving and why it actually really does work. Um, So you can understand why you're doing this cheesy thing in the mirror every morning, because it will lead to a result. And then also uh, people pleasing, what that really is all about and um, I think I mentioned before, you're never going to want to people please again when you understand what it really is and the foundation of it all and so much more. So well, let's get to it. And here's why this is going to work. So, you know, we've talked about how we've high-fived other people our whole lives, right? Mm-hmm. And so there's this whole field of uh, science called neurobics. I did not make this word up. I thought that was hilarious when I was reading it. I did too. <laughs> Neurobics like, Duke professor or whatever. I'm yes. like, Neurobics professor? Neurobics, I know. And so Neurobics is this field of study that is all about uh, brain pathways and how does your brain learn new information. And basically, I guess one of the fastest ways for your brain to learn new information and new behaviors is to marry an unexpected physical movement 
which if it's unexpected, like high-fiving yourself in the mirror, your prefrontal cortex wakes up. This is the part of the brain that learns new information. And once that happens, if you have a different thought pattern, whether you're studying for a test or you're trying to learn new thinking patterns or whatever it may be, your brain learns it faster. And so um, what's happening with the high five is that when you go to raise your hand to your reflection, even though it feels weird, even though you're going to resist it, even though you think you're a failure, like for Chris, Chris was like, I think this is stupid. Like I'm a failure. Why am I doing this? I'm like, do it, please. Just please for me, please. If you don't do it for, just please do it for me. Just give me five days. Just give me five days. As soon as you go to raise your hand and you're thinking this is weird and stupid, I'm a failure. All of a sudden your mind goes quiet and you actually won't hear yourself saying anything. And what's happening is your brain recognizes the high five. And so as you go to raise your hand, neurobics, and the brain recognizes the high five, you know, boom, high five. What happens as you go to raise the high five is literally the brain clicks into the subconscious because you've high-fived everybody. You've never hide somebody and been, I hate you. You've never high-fived somebody and said, I hope you lose. You've yeah. never high-fived somebody and said, you're a moron. You just have never done it. So your brain, it is impossibly, it, it is impossible neurologically for your brain to think anything but, I believe in you, I got you, we're in it, you can win, because you have been high-fiving everybody, so the programming's already in there. You're just aiming all of that positive intention and the positive programming at yourself, and it gets even better. So two weeks ago, I was talking to Dr. Daniel Amen, one of the world's leading experts on the brain, who you know very well. Yep, he's a regular here. Yep, and he geeked out when I started explaining the high five habit. He's like, Mel, do you experience a boost in mood when you do this? I'm like, yeah, I feel a little lighter. I feel a little more optimistic. He goes, do you want to know why that happens? I'm like, yeah. He goes, well, when somebody else high fives you, your brain gives you dopamine. When you high five yourself, since you've done this gesture so many times, your brain knows what to do. Your brain gives you dopamine, even though you're high fiving somebody you've been calling a failure for a decade. So you feel a little better. That's why this is working. Another reason why this works, because what happens is you can drag yourself into the bathroom. You can be having a horrible stretch right now. You can feel low energy and beaten up and exhausted and grieving or whatever you may be going through. And simply raising your hand to high five your reflection, he said, when you leave the bathroom, do you feel slightly more energized? I said, yeah. He said, do you feel like you have a little bit of a pep? And I said, yes, it's kind of awkward. Like I kind of feel like, here we go. (laughs) And um, he said, well, let me explain what's happening. So we have gestures of celebration in our life. When you cross the finish line, you raise your arms. Mm -hmm. When you are waving hello, you raise your arms. When you go to hug somebody, you raise your arms. When your favorite team scores, you raise your arm. When you pile drive somebody at the WWE, you raise your arms, right? Same thing with a high five. You're raising your arms. Because you've done this so many times in your lifetime, your nervous system has encoded these as celebratory gestures. So when you go to raise your arm to high five yourself, particularly during a challenging morning, your nervous system helps you out with a little jolt of celebratory energy. That's why you feel a little more empowered. That's why your mood is boosted. And that's why it is impossible to think anything other than that human being right there, I believe in you, I love you, we got this. And then you leave your bathroom. I have so many thoughts. So, you know when they say everybody has a gift... 
obviously, you know, this is your gift. This is what you are here to do. Um, It makes me so emotional to think about it because think of like what happened, right? Like the thing you wanted the most was ripped away from you. Like that, you had that Oprah moment. My mom and I were watching you in my living room. And I was like, she always has the best sneakers. But I loved that finally someone was on the air that that brought in the things that I was caring about. And it wasn't just everything else you see. I don't even need to get into it. Um, but that tanking or going away or yeah. whatever happened, you know, the COVID, you know, ripping yeah. it away from you is why now you have this. Because you had room in your life to, first of all, to feel those feelings and have all that pain and then to transform it into a purpose and to save yourself, but save everybody else. Like this is like a massive, massive gift. This isn't just like, I don't know, Kelsey, are you feeling what I'm feeling? Am I like on another fucking planet here? No, I was... It's funny that you're getting like, emotional. I, yes. That's how I felt when I was reading it last night and I high-fived myself this morning and I was like, damn, something so small. Like, Mel, it's it, like, how, I'm just like, how? How can something so small have such an impact, but it's so incredible? But also, like, it's, I'm just thinking about her, like, oh, yeah. even reading um, about the first book and how you know, you didn't know that self-publishing meant that, you know, all these other things were going to happen and they, you were out of mm. stock and you felt like such a failure. And and then because you remembered you had recorded it in audio, your husband like pops that up on audiobooks, and boom, <laughs> this becomes this massive movement because it was just meant to be anyway. Yeah. But, but like if you had just kept beating yourself down in those moments instead of also you there, I'm pretty sure I remember you were... At some point thinking like, I got when you're on the go 24 seven, like me guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me from working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials. It's been my go to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me with being a first time mom for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're going to love it. got to figure this out, right? I got to figure this out. And you kept yeah. trying. You kept yeah. pushing through the pain. Look at what that did. And... I think the talk show was probably limiting for you. Very. Right? It was an extraordinary experience, but it was not the right platform for me at all. But but you wouldn't have known that had it Correct. not been taken away. And you would have wasted your gift in a weird way, even though you weren't wasting it because oh. we felt it. I know I felt it, but this is so much more profound. I, I you know, it's interesting. My daughter said something to me because honestly, all the business stuff, And my kids in crisis, that was just the beginning of what has been the worst year of my life. 
I experienced multiple betrayals from people very close to me. I um, found out that the breast implants that I had were linked to lymphoma and had been recalled, and I wasn't notified. So I had to have this massive reconstructive surgery. I was the victim of wire fraud, uh, where we were targeted by a phishing scam to the tune of hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, and it just went on and on and on. And at one point, you know, my daughter, uh, Kendall, who is, uh, who was the freshman in college when, when this all went down, turned to me and said, you know, I know why this is happening to you. I know why all this shit's happening to you, mom. Cause I'm like in the, why me? I can't, I kept saying during these last 18 months, I can't handle one more thing. <laughs> Ooh, I know. I, I know the feeling, Mel. I've I know you there. do. I literally <laughs> would look at God and go, why are you doing this to me? And I, I, I would turn to Chris and say, I need you. I cannot handle one more thing. I am telling you, if one more thing happens, you are going to have to drive me to mass fucking general and you are going to have to check me in because I am at the end. I am not capable. And Kendall turned to me at one point and said, I know why this is happening. And I said, why? And she said, well, she said, everything that you've done to help people began with your very worst moment. That's how you created the five second rule. And she said, I think that things have gotten too easy for you. I think you've forgotten what the average person is actually dealing with, mom. I think you've forgotten what it feels like to wake up and be scared. Yep. I think you've forgotten what it's like to feel like you have either dug or fallen into a hole. And you needed this to be able to get back in touch with where people actually are so that you can figure out how to build yourself. And she even dropped a fucking ladder to show everybody else how to do it. And at the time... I was like, you're right, and I hate you, and don't tell me that. I don't want my own advice. Um, But this is something else that is so, I don't even know what the right word is. It's magical. Hey, Hill Squad and Better Together fam. It's been a tough year, but we hear from so many of you just how much our content is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. Our team works so hard to deliver this life-changing content, and a lot of you guys ask, how can I have a bigger role in our Heal Squad community, or how can I do my part to help Better Together continue to uplift even more people? First of all, thank you for that sentiment, and we're so grateful for this community. If you could help us by giving us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts. That's amazing. Second, you could join the Better Together with Maria Menounos Instagram page. Third, you could share the show with a friend in need. And finally, for as little as $10 a month, please join our Patreon to get monthly live heal events with world-class healers, ad-free episodes of our show, and even weekly bonus episodes exclusive to Patreon. Getting better isn't easy, but it is a whole lot better when we can do it together. We love and appreciate and are so grateful for all of you. Um, the thing that kept me going, other than the high five through all of this, is I had this little mantra that started about four years ago that I have said and said and said and said and said and said and said to myself. I say it when things are amazing, like when the show launched the, the Mel Robbins talk show, I said to myself to keep myself grounded, I would say, remember, this isn't about a show. 
This is preparing you for something that hasn't happened yet. I believe that absolutely everything that you are doing right now, the hard shit, the amazing stuff, mm-hmm. it's actually not about the thing. It is school. It is preparing you for something extraordinary that's coming. And that kind of mindset, which is the ability to not only sit here, because I think we can all sit in the present moment and look backwards and see how the dots on the map of our life connect. Yes. And say, oh, that is what prepared me for this. And oh, all those years of anxiety prepared me for that thing. But when you're in it, it's different. But here's what I'm offering you. Here is a way to maintain a high five attitude, which is not a everything's fucking perfect attitude. A high five attitude is grounding yourself in optimism and resilience. It is grounding yourself in the belief that you can get yourself through anything and that through your attitude and your actions, you can make a meaningful change in any circumstance, problem, whatever that you're facing. It is the ability to stand in this moment, not look back but actually in this moment, grounded in faith and belief in yourself, that this moment too is just a dot on the map of your life. Mm -hmm. And it too is connecting forward to something extraordinary that hasn't happened yet. And when you start to tell yourself that all the time, particularly on the shitty mornings, particularly when somebody breaks your heart, particularly when you're grieving, when you lose the thing that you love, when you feel like I felt so many mornings, like I just can't handle one more thing. And if you can't handle one more thing and you got to drive yourself to Mass General, high five, baby. (laughs) Good for you. Take care of yourself. Yes, that's a good thing. Celebrate that. Celebrate that you recognize that you need help. But if you can stand there and say to yourself, this is just a dot and it's connecting to something, that hasn't happened yet, that's going to be extraordinary. It's going to help you get through absolutely everything. Well, I also think it becomes the new North Star for you. Yeah. So it helps steer you there rather than steering you down. It kind of lifts you up. Yeah. Because I had to tell myself what your daughter told you. With your mom? Yeah, with everything. Because there was like an identity crisis too, because I've been a caretaker for so long. Like, wait, what am I doing You know, and I had to say, no, Maria, this is happening for you, not to you. This is happening because you have to feel all these things you haven't felt in a long time. The fears, the starting overs, the how am I going to start anew? How am I going to learn all these new things? Like everything I always talk about, I had to live it. I have to feel it. Yeah. And so I luckily was able to get there. And, you know, I have to keep talking to myself. I talk to myself, guys. Like I'm on the treadmill and I'm like, okay, you can do this. You can do this. You can do hard things. You're fine. Here are all the good things going for you. Because guess what? When you were first starting out, it was a lot harder. You really had no clue. Well, you're established now. You've actually done stuff. Like, so you know a pattern and you know how to get back there. And you know how things work for you and how they don't. So, um yeah, I think it's it's really important. But I remember also in the book, and I, I underlined it somewhere in all of these pages, that you have to remember you're not alone. You always have you. And mm-hmm. that was a big realization for me in my journey with my mom because I remember being here, being so sad. And I didn't know who to call because I knew like my one best friend's on the East Coast. My other best friend was working. My other best friend was out of the state too. 
And like, who do I call? And that's when I had like the most profound moment. I'm like, I don't need to call anybody. I have God. And to me, it wasn't first about me. It was like about God. And I, I knew I'm guided. I know I'm protected. I know I'm loved. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I was like, well, maybe I'll go to church. <laughs> but <laughs> Sounds I, like you just did. Yeah. And I started to realize, oh, I'm all I need. And, and I got this. And that kind of changed so much for me. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Yeah. Unreal. But I, I, I do know that this was, <clears throat> this was meant for you. And I think that a lot of the things that you've dealt with in this last year and a half are going to be the things that you're now going to go help other women with so they don't fall into those, you know, kind of traps or, you know, the unknowings, right? Like we were yeah. talking about some of that stuff in Napa. Um, and so I actually remember saying, I'm like, oh no, it was kind of great that you didn't worry about this shit. I worried about all this shit and I had all this stress because I was worrying about all this shit. All right. So it blew up now. It's fine. We'll figure it out. Right. <laughs> so true. So, um, so the science is there. It yep. proves it. Yep. Um, I want to kind of jump in here and look at some of these things that I just know is going to really resonate with people. Um, I'm try to make sure I'm not reiterating anything we already covered. It doesn't matter if you do. Um, oh, let's see. I just wrote I needed this right now everywhere. <laughs> um, let's see. Maybe you struggle to love yourself or can't change no matter how hard you try. Or maybe you're kicking ass and taking names but can't truly enjoy life because you focus on what's wrong and not what's going right. I loved that. Um, Your relationship with yourself. The relationship with yourself is the foundation of every relationship you have in your life. Can you go into that a little bit? Yeah. Let's talk about people pleasing. That's another thing I, oh, that was so powerful. Do I underline that whole part? Oh, man, was that good. So the other reason why... Wait for the bomb to drop. (laughs) Everyone who thinks, oh, my God, I'm such a people pleaser. Just wait till you hear what's really going on under being a people pleaser. Let's not boast about it anymore. Yeah, it literally is... um, So people pleasing is not about other people. It's about your own insecurities. That's what it is. So if you are a people pleaser, you're basically saying you're very insecure with yourself. And what people-pleasing is about is it's projecting your stuff on other people. So, for example, um, if you stand in front of the mirror and you see somebody who's not pretty, being insecure with yourself like that is going to make you feel insecure when you're around other people because you already have that belief. And then when somebody kind of looks at you funny and for all you know, they had some like fly that flew up their nose and that's why they kind of went like that. You then- All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days and I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor and it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios and then I got addicted and now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier 
kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. And project your insecurity about yourself on them. That's what people-pleasing is. And the other thing about people-pleasing is that it's about managing people's reactions to you. Mm -hmm. So people-pleasers are profoundly manipulative, and I can say that because I am one, and it's something that I struggle with because I want everybody around me to be okay. I don't want anybody upset. And you want everyone to like you. Of course, of course. Isn't that part of people-pleasing? Of course it is. Yeah, if I please you, you'll like me. Yes. I'm, I'm negotiating what I want here. Yes, exactly. And, you know, I think people pleasing, it's very normal and it dates all the way back to being a kid because the way that our parents basically made us behave is they held over our heads whether or not they liked us or going to love us. Like they didn't say that directly. But I can tell you as a parent, this is a parenting style that I have fallen prey to, which is basically subconsciously or not so subconsciously communicating that I'll like you if you cut your hair. I'll like you if you become a lawyer. Uh, it's You're going to be okay if you do as I say. You go to the school that I tell you. You do as I want. And when you're a kid, you don't have a choice. You're not an adult. You have to comply. You got to keep mom happy. You got to make sure not to piss off dad. Parents don't mean to do this. We're just trying to get through the day. Yep. And it's irritating when you're, tr- when you're self-expressed as my kid. It's irritating if you want to eat vegan and I'm cooking one meal. It's irritating. Like, and so we don't mean to suffocate you, but in order to get through the day, you got to make your kids comply. And so as a kid on the receiving end of that, you don't know any different. So you start to think if they're not happy with me, it means they don't love me. If my mom's upset about something, it means something about me. The human being has this extraordinary intelligent design, right? There's so much magic and miracles about how we are designed and from our DNA to just, I mean, when you think about all the things that have to go right every second for you to be able to be alive, it's mind blowing. But there's one fundamental flaw and it's this, when you're a kid and something happens to you and something happens to you every day, Literally, something happens to you every single day and your brain is a little sponge and you get that like nervous system shock or you get this thought that comes at you or you absorb somebody's anger or somebody's judgment or, you know, your mom being on edge just because she's stressed or whatever it may be. You don't have the life expect, you don't have the life experience or the wiring in your body to be objective. No kid who has a parent screaming at them or a parent that abandons them or somebody that's frustrated and slamming dishes because they've just had a fight with their spouse. Mm -hmm. No kid has the ability to go, oh, guess mom's mad at dad. Or to go, these adults are screwed up. Somebody should call the police. This is not okay. Or if some kid abuses you, like what happened to me, you don't go, oh, clearly if this kid is abusing me, something's going on at their house. No, the flaw in fundamental design is that every child then aims it back at themselves. Mm -hmm. There's something wrong with me. Mom's mad. There's something wrong with me. 
this kid did this to me. There's something wrong with me. Those girls don't let me sit at the table. There's something wrong with me. Yep. And that's when it begins. That's when you stop seeing a human being in a mirror. That's when your self-talk starts to go. There's something wrong with the person in the mirror because you're so dysregulated or upset or abused or whatever it is that got done to you. And you didn't know how to cope. And so you aim that shit back at yourself. When you walk into the, the elementary school cafeteria and you scan looking for who you're going to sit with, that's when your brain became a sorting hat from Harry Potter. And it went, not those people, not those people, not those people. And your brain is trying to protect you from rejection. That's all it's trying to do. But in the process of thinking about all the places you don't belong, you end up developing a thinking pattern that is grounded in self-rejection. And that's when it begins. You weren't born this way. You know, hardwired into our DNA is celebration. Hardwired into our DNA is self-love. When you were little, you used to look in the mirror and spin and dance and kiss it and high five it. And you loved yourself. You didn't back up and go, oh, these thighs are getting chubby. You didn't do that. Yeah. Life had you do that. And you were just coping as best you could. That's it. That's it. And that's where the people pleasing begins. You'd rather have people like you because it's easier. And so you start to morph into somebody that you're not. And every morning in the mirror, you know that the person that's staring back at you isn't who you're pretending to be out in the world. And it's normal. It's absolutely normal. It's normal to want people to like you. It's normal to want to be loved. It's normal to want to fit in. People are cruel and mean and unkind and terrible because they've had terrible, unkind, mean things done to them. They don't know how to cope. And so when you realize, wow, if I were secure with myself, if I could stand with myself, and even though I don't like a lot of things about myself, and even though I'm not dismissing all the nasty shit I've done in my past that I really regret, but I'm going to learn from and move on. If I can stand here and I can see the human being in the mirror accept them. Just get that they were in pain or get that they are who they are and still raise my hand like my husband. Yeah, I know I failed. And so what? I still have my own back and I still deserve to go forward and I'm going to run this next leg a little bit better and I'm going to keep cheering myself forward. When you can accept yourself and be secure in that, you can go out to a cocktail party and not pretend that you're some fancy entrepreneur and you succeeded. You can go into a cocktail party or a photo with your friends and not hide in the back because you can stand with yourself in the mirror every morning and high five yourself, even though you know you have work to do in order to be healthier and be kinder to yourself. That's how you repair all this. Mm -hmm. What if the opposite is true? What if you're not the one... What if you're hiding in the back because you're afraid to get the attention and afraid for people to hate you and be jealous and all of uh-huh. that? Like, like I've always dimmed everything. I remember my mom distinctly telling me in high school, don't give them a reason to be jealous, Maria. <laughs> so I was like, okay. I Instead of trying in the morning, I did the opposite. I would not shower. I would wear like sweats and I would like look like a mess 
And that was my interpretation of what she said. Yeah. And so, or like in college, I gained weight with my roommate to make her feel better because I couldn't handle her comments all the time about how I looked good and she didn't and how she right. was feeling around right. me and whatever. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to gain weight. Let's go. Right. It's down those M&Ms and 40 pounds later, I was like, okay, are we good now? Okay, we're good. Yeah. Great. So people are like crabs in a bucket. When somebody's trying to crawl out of it, they drag them back down. Mm-hmm. And it's not your responsibility to give people sunglasses around your light. It's theirs. And one of the things I want you to understand is that when you dim your self-expression, you're actually robbing the world of your purpose. See, I think everybody's purpose is the exact same. It's to be free to express yourself, Mm -hmm. your stories, your failures, your joy, your beauty, your genius, your art, all of it. And every time you edit or omit or dim or hide, you are robbing the world of something you're here to give. Like you have this extraordinary, vivacious, contagious, like light beam of energy and joy. You do. And hiding in the back makes every picture terrible (laughs) because you light up everybody. And when you give yourself permission, this is literally kind of the unworthiness. This is the resistance to the high five. So Mm -hmm. the high five for you might not be about the judgment that you're doing or the feeling not worthy. It might be the fear of fully loving yourself enough that you don't actually care what other people say about how bright you are. That it's not your job. In fact, your job is the opposite, by the way. Your job is to show up bigger and brighter and more vivacious so that it is confronting. Because you're supposed to wake people up with your level of joy and your energy and your connection and your humanity. And forget about the person that's like triggered in front, because that's who we're always worried about, right? The one that's like this. There is somebody that needs you to light the path for them. And so... I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz-free, up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. So when you can anchor it around the fact that there's a human being right now who's trying to find you, they need your story, they need your failures, they need your energy. And when you 
don't show up fully, you're making it really next to impossible for the person that needs you to show up. The reason why we are awful to people that are fully expressed or people who are trying to change is because it's so fucking confronting. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you a story about when I was the asshole to my husband, Chris, when he was trying to change, because this is one of the biggest kind of things that I get from, you know, people online, lots of questions about all kinds of stuff. But one of the big ones is what do I do if my family or my spouse or my friends do not support the changes I'm making? You know, why is it that my family is making fun of the business I'm trying to launch? Mm -hmm. Why are my friends rolling their eyes at the fact that I want to sell this beauty product? Why is it that my spouse doesn't support the posts I put online? He doesn't even like them or she doesn't like it. Like what? So here's why. So I'm going to tell you a story. I'm the villain in the story. (laughs) Or the, no, I fucking love you. Yeah, I am. I am. I am the villain. I'm the villain. Poor Chris. <laughs> Poor Chris. Um, so when Chris got out of the restaurant business, he put his health first, and he immediately stopped drinking, and he started uh, a deep meditation practice. He became certified in yoga. He started years, a couple of years later, a, a men's retreat called Soul Degree. He's done a tremendous amount of work on himself. How unfun for you. Yeah, it's incredible. I mean, it has. <laughs> Who's going to drink wine with you at night? Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I like, thought you meant the work. I'm like, well, no. it's been a lot of work, but no. No, I mean, Correct. for you, it's affecting you. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? First yeah. you bankrupt us. Now you're not going to drink with me? Yep. Motherfucker. Yeah. Like, how dare you get healthy? Yeah. How dare you get, like, that's not what I said. Yeah, because you're on two separate pages now. Correct. Now, I didn't say this. And but this is the th- yes, mm-hmm. and everybody can feel it. And so the first or the second night, okay, it's fine. Like, yay, you're going to get sober. Yay, I love you. Yay, this is going to be great. And by like the third or fourth night, as he's pouring a cup of water, and I am literally uncorking a bottle to start to drink while I cook, which normally he would have a drink with me, I'm starting to get agitated. Yep. And so I literally, because I'm the villain asshole in the story, I'm like, Chris... Don't you just want a glass of wine? I mean, it's literally just juice. You know, what's the big deal? It's grape juice. Yeah, like, what's the deal? Like, yeah. just talk about a glass, of, like, just a pinch, like, just a little. And, and he's like, no, no, I'm good. I'm good with the water, good with the seltzer. Like, no. And I'm like, I kept asking. And finally he turns and he said, could you please stop asking me? I don't want to drink. I have had a drinking problem. I don't want to drink. And I said, but you not drinking makes me feel... Like, I have a drinking problem. And he looked at me square in the eyes and he said, Mel, nobody cares what's in your cup but you. And if you are concerned about what's in your fucking cup, maybe you need to deal with it. And it was this pushback that I needed. Because... The truth is, at that time, I was drinking way too much because it wasn't just a glass. It was then the whole bottle, and then it was a nightcap, and it was, you know, the coping mechanism that I was using at that time mm-hmm. when we were a million dollars in debt, and he was leaving this business, and now it was going to be up to me to figure out how to pay our bills. Mm-hmm. And I got a I, I got a job at a uh, marketing agency and a Saturday morning radio show. How is this going to work exactly? Yeah. 
And so the drinking was a way to just numb down the fears. And every morning, you know, the relationship in the mirror again, like the beat down, why'd you drink that much? Couldn't even look at myself like just, and so anybody that is pushing back or rolling their eyes or snarking or sabotaging the changes you're trying to make as you move towards what actually feels right for you. Keep in mind that motherfucker is confronted. That means you got to amp it up. It's the mirror. Yes. Chris was a mirror for you in that moment. Correct. Correct. And it's easier to pull somebody else down. It's easier to be cynical. It's easier to ridicule and judge. Why? Because you have a habit of doing it to yourself. Exactly. And that's what you're attracting. Yes. Well, that's also what the other person's doing. Yeah. The other person, if they're doing that to you, they stand in a mirror and they just beat the shit out of themselves. That's why they're doing it to you. Again, it goes back to your relationship. I don't ever trash other people. I used to all the time because I was constantly trashing myself. Like I don't, it doesn't even occur to me because it's not a habit that I have about myself. So the same compassion that I have for my own mistakes and my own humanity, if somebody is bothering me, I literally think something must be going on. Poor thing. Yeah. Because now you never have to think about... I'm not managing how they think about me. Yeah. Because I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I only care about how I think about me. I care about how I show up for my friends. I care about how I show up for my family. Does that mean that I don't take feedback? Of course not. In fact, you know, my daughter just pulled me aside and was like, uh, it does not work for you to actually tape things at our house anymore because we are not doing a reality show and I don't want to feel like your employee. And this is a boundary for me. Yeah which was fantastic. At first it was confronting, right? Immediately you want to be like, you don't support me. And then I'm like, oh, interesting. Oh, thank you for saying that. She's like, I just, I just feel your stress, mom. Like Mm -hmm. when everybody's here and stuff is everywhere and it's, I love your team. It's not that it's the energy of the house changes. And I don't want that at our home anymore. And so I'm constantly getting feedback that is hard to take. I'm constantly tweaking behavior because, but it, but it's not to please somebody. It's to respect them and love them. There's a big difference. Mm-hmm. There's a big difference between behaving in a way that shows love and respect and behaving in a way where you're trying to manipulate whether somebody is disappointed or likes you or loves you. Yes. And I just love the whole idea of just deleting or <clears throat> separating from the, is it me? What an ego right? Is he mad? Is it, is it because of me? Like how big our egos can get Mm -hmm. that we would think it has anything to do with us. Well, again, that's the, that's, this is so beautiful that you're saying this. So if you, um, you know, we keep talking about how your relationship with yourself is the foundation of every relationship that you have. So we've all had that experience. You just made me think of this where you send a text and then somebody doesn't reply. And if you're not secure with yourself, you will insert your insecurity into that moment. And you will say, they are mad at me. I've done something wrong. They don't like me anymore. 
What could I have done? Correct. Running your brain through everything. Yep. Yeah. That is insecurity ruining your life. If you can stand in front of a mirror and see your own humanity, if you can erase the critic or at least know when it is. And, you know, I, I was laughing with our friend Lisa Bilio because she's like, girl, you know, I can't do the accent, but she's girl? like, yeah, yeah, you should rename this. This is a bitch slap. We're going to slap the bitch out of your head. You know, like it's so <laughs> funny. Um, That's like the... Um the uh, unedited version, right? Yes. Come on with the other one where it's like the, the darker one. <laughs> yes, exactly. And so it is so interesting because I am so fast to um, insert either a bashing or criticism or insecurity. And so this is the stuff I'm still working on. I really love what's happened when I see myself in the mirror, completely different relationship with myself. But throughout the day, I literally insert a bash all the time. So for example, like um, the other day I noticed, I didn't know this. They give out, you can win a, I think a Grammy for an audiobook. Really? Yeah. I'm like, why didn't I apply? Oh my God, Mel, I know I do the same shit all the time. How come I didn't know this? What's wrong with me? Why didn't I know this? I should know this. Yes. Yes. So I go down this whole thing. Where Everybody like, else knew. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute. That's okay. Data point. Now you got it. Move ahead. Instead yeah. of the day of cycling around all the things you don't know. Mm-hmm. I can oh my God. easily that's flip I, it. That's where I go bad. Easily flip it. You can catch yourself when you go low energy or negative thoughts or negative energy. Cause you can feel it in your body and you're like, Oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. Let's flip this into a high five attitude. Okay. Good to know. I'm going to use this moving forward. Because you can't change the past. No. None of it. You can't change any of it. As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. (laughs) Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, They keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. Nope. Same thing with the text messages. If somebody literally doesn't reply or they reply really short or whatever, I literally am like, this actually is not about you. So don't make it about you. Yeah. Somebody's having a hard day or they're racing into something, stop inserting your, I've done something wrong, which Mm -hmm. you've been thinking since you were a kid. You've done nothing wrong. And even if you had, so what? You'll apologize. We'll move on. Exactly. Exactly. I've had to talk to myself with that one too sometimes where I'm like, okay, calm down. (laughs) You're you're a good person. You know this, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Did you do anything? No. So then what the fuck are you worrying about? Remember. (laughs) And if you did and you don't know, They'll tell you or they won't, but otherwise, like, I'm free in my own head. Don't care about what's in their cup. Yeah, I like that. Don't worry about putting sunglasses on them. I like that. Yeah, I think it's it's incredible. I mean, I could keep you here forever, but I know you have to go. Um, And and I'm going to do an entire show 
on my marked pages um, after you go and the AC starts to kick in. <laughs> Somehow the AC went to low fan again and I am literally in a swimming pool. Well, thank God. I mean, I literally, I'm I'm sitting here. I think I'm going to have to throw these underwear out because they are soaked to the bones. Mel, at least you don't wear your leather. I I have a leather jacket on. Thank God I left that off. I feel like I need to take Mel up to my closet, give her my bathroom, have her shower, change, (laughs) take what I have and then go back out to the world because we are sopping wet in here because somehow the AC that I beg to keep at high power went to low power again it's okay. on a hundred degree weather. I day. don't care. But I don't care I if I'm sweating or bright weather. But to me at some point I realized I was like, none of that matters right now because this is so freaking powerful it and so transformative. Matter. It doesn't that matter. That I'm just going to sweat and, and have, yeah, sweaty butt. No, it's okay. But um, we are going to do a whole other episode on everything that um, I learned and, and Yeah, I want to know this. about looking for the hearts, but we'll save that. Looking okay. for the hearts? Yeah, Mel has a whole thing about when you look for the. She's hearts. gonna get in the car. Shit, I know. Okay, okay I'll come back. Okay, we're gonna have, put everything you, to. you need um, uh, in the the link of this um, thing. So I'm not gonna waste your time with this. I'm gonna do Great. the outro after. Great. But um, you're amazing. This was amazing. I am so grateful that um, I'm getting to know you. And this book is literally about to change my life. And I know it's no coincidence that I was in Napa. I know it, and I know there's no coincidence that this book is in my hands and that I read it and that it's um, had the effect, the profound effect that it's had on me. So thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for coming into my life. I feel like I should thank Marie, too, for dragging you to Napa and for you for saying (laughs) yes. I haven't done anything for you. What are you talking about? See? (laughs) You're in my life. You're breathing. You're a friend. You are deeply impacting me. The things that you shared when we were together in Napa, the fact that you invited me on your show, like these are the little things that you're not recognizing are actually everything. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. You're extraordinary. So keep going. Slap that bitch out of your head. Oh my God. What a hoe. We will go. What a (laughs) hoe. We will come back and keep unpacking this stuff. It's just the beginning. And, you know, I want to thank you for partnering with me on the High Five Challenge. I know you're going to put a link in the bio, but absolutely. uh, Maria and like literally the all stars of personal development from Princier to Jay Shetty to Marie to Gabby to like, they're all first name, Lewis, Jay, like Brendan on and on and on. We are all joining forces with like 50 other people, Ed on and on and on, uh, to bring you a five day free challenge where you can try this high five with a bunch of us cheering you on and a whole global team. And it's amazing and it's free. And we're going to give you the link in the show notes. Yes, exactly. All right, Kelsey, we know the science. Oh my God. But the people pleasing? My God. I mean, I felt like she was talking directly at me through the wall. <laughs> I was like, I hear you. I hear you. People pleasing is manipulative. People pleasers are manipulative. People pleasing is just projecting your insecurities. Okay. Yeah, I will be working on that. Thank you yeah. very much. Well, it's kind of like, remember when we learned that when you tell people that you're sensitive, it's really you manipulating them into not, um, into how you want them to treat you. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so it's kind of the same idea. Like I'm manipulating you into doing what I, what I would like 
you know, treating me the way you, I want you to treat me. And so anyway, holy moly, this book is my new Bible. (laughs) I don't mean that for anybody who's now going to, you know, be upset. I'm, you know what I mean by that. Um, no, I was the same as you, Maria. I literally every line or word or sentence I was underlining. Guys, I'm like, come on. I don't know if you can see, but I have so many marked pages, and everywhere I'm writing, I needed this. I needed this! Exclamation points everywhere. So, if you haven't gotten your copy, it's Mel Robbins, The High Five Habit. You definitely will read this so fast. I read this so fast, literally so fast, like. Maybe an hour. I mean, honestly, I think that's, yes. I mean, I've become a speed reader, I feel like. Yeah. But it was so quick um, and so life-changing. So make sure you get it for you if you want to get it for a friend. But definitely share this episode with everyone you can because I think everybody needs to hear about it before they go get it, Mm. right? Like the high five habit, you're like, "Hmm, what? What's that? But when you know. Right. And you know the science. Oh, you really know. Right. One little thing every morning, guys, a little high five. I'll, I'll look stupid to myself. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. And how cool having that. I mean, Dr. Amen, Dr. Amen coming through with the backing of it. He, mm-hmm. I mean, we love him. I just think that's so cool. And you actually can back something. It's like, no, it's not just a little thing. It's, ac- it's actually yeah. changing chemicals in your brain. It's a dopamine rush when you high five yourself. So if you're feeling like shit in the morning, you want some dopamine, boom, just mm-hmm. give yourself a high five. Yeah. In the meantime... Thank you guys for joining us. Heal Squad, I hope you enjoyed this. Please let us know in the comments. Um, And you can rate on Apple Podcasts and leave a comment there. In the meantime, be nice people, make good choices, and be present. Hey, Heal Squad, we have been on quite the journey together. And we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better. And it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it. And we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much, and we love doing this thing called life with you.